Welcome to another episode of Just Arena, where all we do is just, 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 and just. I am Cynthia, and today on the episode, we are actually just two. Yeah! I am here with Ayatunde, and together we will be discussing about bride price. I mean, <laughs> I feel like this has been long coming. I'm just, just, just amongst us, you know, we, we, you know, We've discussed it sometimes, like us on the ground, not you know bringing it to four. And I'm excited somewhat to be discussing it today. Now, before we go into the matter, there was something that you know we came across online, and um, Ayotinde drew my attention to it, and she was like, "Cynthia, we must talk about this." So we're here. So just just before we go into it. I will just briefly read the story that we saw online, and then that would be the springboard for our discussion so it goes first i got married eight months ago my obi ends 70k monthly while while i am yet to get a job during our wedding ceremony obi spent about 580k on the list given to him for the traditional wedding i persuaded my parents to reduce the list but they said it is a must and a tradition he was able to raise the money as I wasn't working and I couldn't help financially. After marriage, I suggested he should be sending something monthly to my parents as he does as he does send to his parents too. But to my surprise, the reply he gave me was that he didn't owe my parents anything that they have collected all that all they are entitled to from him. I was not angry about that until my younger brother wanted to get married and his bride's family gave him lists of things for the traditional wedding, which amounted to 400K. My dad then shared the expenses and told my husband to contribute 120K towards my brother's wedding. But to my surprise, my husband said no and told me that my family has collected all they wanted during our wedding and they shouldn't come to him for any financial assistance. This got me angry, and I told him that he is not responsible. Ever since then, we have been living like strangers in the house. He doesn't talk to me. He has just been keeping keeping to himself, and I have never seen him this way before, not even in our two years of courting. What should I do? Help a sister, please. You know, when I first read this story... I busted into laugh. That was like that was just the first thing. And I looked at the salaries to start with. This man is earning 70k monthly. Even for a single person, earning 70k monthly can barely feed you. He is now married, and the person is getting or he got married to does not even have a job. Like, what are they doing? Why? And I, I checked to see if she was pregnant, but um, I didn't see anywhere where she was pregnant. No, I'm, I mean, she, she's not pregnant. So why on earth was she not working? Okay, let's assume that she started, maybe she, she couldn't get a job. You're not working. Why on earth are your parents asking for 580k monthly? Hey, <laughs> I'm sorry. Not 580k, but why are they asking for 580k for your um bride price? Just let me see the K is thousand. That's just our Nigerian lingo. Why are they asking for 580,000 naira? 
on a list it's not i mean uh -uh. i actually initially actually thought that was the amount that was paid you know to organize a wedding so you're telling me he he you know bought something or gave your parents or you know the list that they gave him cost was going to cost him or costed him 580k and he was still going to pay for or finance a wedding wow 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 let's just unpack that first before we now go into the other part of our brother doc what do you think or oh, let us share your thoughts with me hey cynthia hello everyone as usual it's good to be here again to gist gist and gist hmm. you see eh, a lot of things we do in the name of tradition don't make sense to me and i actually sometimes ask myself if i belong to this realm because i really can't fathom you know many things that we do in the name of tradition or how we rigidly insist that some things should be done, even when they are no longer beneficial, you know, we insist on doing those things just in the name of tradition. I, I just wonder, who made these rules? Who, who wrote these codes that can't be changed? I don't get it. I really do not understand. And, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking, if, if something is no longer, you know, serving you or is no longer beneficial why are you insisting on doing those things and, but then i'm thinking again that a lot of people are probably insisting on certain traditions because it benefits them even though it doesn't benefit other people but it benefits them so for selfish reasons they insist that these things should be done because if not if not that why would these parents know at least the most of an the most have had you know, an idea that their um, son-in-law um, makes just 70K per month. Their daughter has no job, so she's not going to contribute nothing, you know, um, financially to that relationship or that marriage. And then they are asking him to go bring 580K. Where do they want him? To see that kind of money should he steal or should he go and borrow okay take loan or something so that when i mean after he's married to their daughter he will now die under the weight of loan or debt because i am trying to imagine why they had to insist that you know you should you should get that money at all costs is it this bride list thing eh me i don't i don't know because there are people who get married you know maybe in other places who don't have i mean don't go through all of these things and yet they have they have they are happily married all these customs traditions and all of that don't determine the outcome of a marriage so why would i mean why do we insist that these things should be done again it's it it serves just the interest of certain people but then they don't consider you know the effect the negative effect on other people because i mean i understand yes well, bring something you know tradition but i, I mean what's with the rigidity it is 
It is just annoying. 580k. 580k. Ah, ah. Abana, well, um, you said we are going to unpack, of course, a lot of things, but let me just make my stand known that what I mean, I'm I'm standing with that guy, like I'm standing in front, behind, beside, I'm 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 standing with him in this case because mm -mm, that that was selfish on the part of the parent. That wasn't nice at all. It's 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 just. Just nasty. Even myself, I, I I stand with him. I'm definitely with him on that is result. I mean, after spending such money on bride on the list on the bride price slash list, and the guy is making seventy k, and you now expect him to come and contribute or nonsense contribute. Also, in terms of the contribution, I think that the funds should not have been given to the to the to our to our husband, since it is our own brother. That money, the 120k contribution should have been given to her. It is her family. Now, when she now gets home, she should not find out to tell her husband. And husband will tell her that, no, I'm not doing it. I think it's, well, this is my, my own thinking, you know. Yours might be different. Um, I think it's a bit, somehow, for, you know, her father to be giving, to be sharing money to him, to the son-in-law. No, don't do that. That's not his brother. I understand that there's the family there's, there's supposed to be a fellowship you know because of the joining of the family and you know, they are now one i understand they are now one but i still strongly believe that that money should have been shared or you know she, um she the wife his wife should have been the one informed and then he, i mean of course if she's not stupid she should have told her father that of course i'm not working how do you how do you expect me to sort of contribute now what do you think about in a situation where um like the way our brother wants to get married now and um he doesn't have i don't know i don't know why they are sharing the money but i'm guessing it's because he doesn't have money why you, you know what do you think about sharing responsibility like that to other members of the family now i get i you know i stand behind if i know that for example my sibling is getting married i would you know i would say okay i'm gonna take it take I'm, I'm going to you know take charge of this or whatever i find it weird that my dad will now say ah um cynthia you are the one that is going to take care of uh, or cynthia you just bring five hundred thousand naira. that's your own share of this it's a bit weird you know i would rather they i mean it's just, that's just the way i am thinking i'd rather say okay fine maybe the budget for um the old wedding is maybe five hundred thousand naira. how can you help or what you know would are you going to be able to contribute or something like that i find it weird that they are not they're the ones that are portioning the um the uh, um um monetary contribution that's going to be made what do you think i agree with you cynthia that um, the sister of the groom-to-be should be the one to get information about um our own share of the contribution and um well, she will come up with um, a contribution one way or the other. Of course, it's expected in this um, context, that's in their own context now, that she would go home to say, okay, um, husband Manu, <laughs> um, this is my share. And um, so how do we um, go about it? But I also think that their family dynamics will play a role so we don't know how um 
you know, they go about these things in their family. So um, I can't say whether um, it's right or wrong to have, um, you know, told uh, the son-in-law straight up um, because I don't, I, I just feel that family, um, different family dynamics will, you know, um, influence decisions and, um, I mean, share differently. So maybe that's how it's done in their family. So, I mean, that's, that's just that about that. And well, again, in their context, they, they, they know their daughter isn't working anyway. So it's the husband that is the sole provider. So I guess he's the one that will, you know, take responsibility anyway, or that they expect to take responsibility. So they could just, you know, tell him, okay, this is, I mean, what is going on? But like I said, you know, um, their, their family dynamics would definitely play a role um, in that regard. Hmm. Now as to um, whether it's okay to uh, divide the contribution you know, into portions and then give to um, each member of the family. I I also think that, um, I mean, yeah, it's a family thing, okay? So if my sibling is getting married or is doing, you know, something, yeah, I will pull my weight. I will do what I can. But, um, well, I have never experienced you know, that kind of a situation where they would divide money and say, okay, this is your own portion or something like that. So, and, um, so I think I also, you know, lean more, um, to your side, Cynthia, that, hey, uh, number one, in this kind of situation, I think it's the parents that, you know, take the bulk of the parents and the person that is getting married because you do. I mean, you're getting married. You should have some, some, some substantial amount, you know, to be able to. Because see, this, these are the things. I mean, you, you, you have this much, you know, to manage your family, and then you know when you start it, and then some people are somewhere bringing, you know, some kind of um ridiculous amount for you to you know to 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 do um, a traditional wedding or you know what have you it's it just puts unnecessary burden on people look at it now so apparently the guy probably doesn't have you know that amount so he brings it back to his parents and then his parents now are pushing it on you know some other members of the family and um it's it's just it's just not okay, you know, this kind of things, like I mentioned earlier. But um, anyway, um, what I was saying um, is that should be, if somebody, I mean, if your child is getting married, you you have to support your child. You, so you throw your weight behind your child. And then your child too should have certain amount of, you know, that he or she is putting into that. Because if not, why don't you just go and do one um small thing and you know just be done it's it's not about the fairity you know and all well like i said earlier some some of these things don't, don't make sense if you have to now start you know um disturbing other people you have to start borrowing money you know stuff like that it it, it just it just makes me a mess of the whole thing as far as i'm concerned so um i i, I think i agree with you to an extent that 
you shouldn't have to impose on you know other members of the family and say okay this is the amount you have to pay what if i don't have that that that, that kind of money so i should also go and check busy because i mean look it all boils down to um some nonsensical traditions that we hold on to as far as i'm concerned so i i agree with you you shouldn't nobody should impose anything on another person as a family member yes you pull your weight you do what you can but then the person that is getting married and then the parents they should you know be the ones to um for me as far as i'm concerned they should be the ones to um carry you know the, the bulk of the responsibility and then let other family members just um uh do the much that they that they can and um you know that's just it so we are definitely on the same page um something as i've been um hearing about something as i um has come up in discussions as i've even um you know partaken of or that i partook of is the you know abolishment of bright price or the quote-unquote list the list that you know that is given to the groom's family when you know um a guy is planning on getting married some people have advocated that you know you know when the 21st century so just some of these customs and traditions and traditions just like you mentioned um earlier on you know you know they're phasing out we shouldn't hold on to it the main idea you know uh the main idea of this the um you know the um sorry not main idea the um so sort of the trickle effect of this um um system or tradition is like this guy said now you've collected 580k from me you they do i do have no business giving them anything so it sort of feels like you're selling your child you know to this particular man and you know you're just timing out this person there's been discussions there's discussions around whether it should be abolished you know what do you think for me I think that um, family composition has to do with it. For example, we almost never hear of instances like this where the family is well-to-do or the family, um, you know, they are financially capable of taking, you know, just taking charge of this. That's fine. But where you are dealing with an average family or, you know, lower cadre, you need to, I mean, be reasonable in these things. Even you, Gongo. When you when 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 you, when you give a list that almost you are spending almost hundred k to get all the items items on the list, and even you yourself you can't boost or down hundred thousand naira. Is that is that not witch, witchcraft? I also believe that even in situations where you know that they are capable and you want to collect the bright price or stuff like that, I think you should also make it known to them that you are not selling your child or whatever. Because I remember um, when my sister was getting married, um, yes, they were given a list and also there was I think there was bright price or whatever, and um, they did bring the bright price, but my dad returned the bright price to them, saying that. Um, they did like i'm not selling my child or whatever but in retrospect i was just thinking about it now i'm i am not thinking that since <laughs> since you knew that you were going to return it why is it you know on the list i'm just, this is me just thinking i didn't i didn't even really think or process this previously but now i'm thinking if since you know that you're going to still return it why then was it on the list anyways that's me just um thinking so what do you think about the abolishment of it what do you think about the whole, you know, list? Just the whole list and whatever. Personally, if I had my way, I'd probably say there's no need. 
or whatever but of course i'm not my own person you know i'm still um sort of answerable to my family and stuff but at least at the end of the day i feel like just live what i feel like what do you think i don't have a care for the list i really don't care about the list so if uh people are moving for it to be abolished i say yay let's let it go okay um because like I mentioned, um, so some of these things that we insist on or that we hold on to, they do not contribute to the success of a marriage in any way. In fact, um, on the contrary, some of these things, you know, end up being the cracks, you know, the loopholes, you know, um, in, in some marriages, you know, that, that tend to threaten, you know, the, 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 the success of some of these marriages because um, these things will crop up look at the situation now um the 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 husband and the wife are now you know uh keeping malice simply because the the man has um, refused to do any other thing you know um for his wife's family so they they um as far as I'm concerned, some of these things that we insist on are m more damaging than, you know, rewarding at the end of the day, at least, you know, um, as we, I mean, to the marriage um, that, that's concerned, you know, because the, the, the parents now, they've taken 580K, they've probably spent it, squandered it and all of that. But then the, mar the, the marriage um, for which all of that was... Um, you know, done is now in trouble. So it's um, I yeah, let it go. I am thinking that you know, uh, back in the days, um, you know, the purpose for maybe the bride list and all of that, you know, the man bringing stuff, um, uh, to the bride's family, probably was to show that ah, he 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 places premium um value on the woman you know he wants to marry i mean the guy now you know so like uh, the bride's family you know would want to see a show you know that um this man will go to any length or will do anything to marry a woman that he values i mean if you want to get diamond for instance you're, you're going to have to you know put um a lot of money on it you know to acquire it right so uh, okay i don't i don't i don't want to use that word acquire because <laughs> Again, you know, to use that illustration, it's almost like you said, as if you are buying something, you know, acquiring a property or something like that. But I don't want to see it that way. I'm thinking that, you know, you know, now if you if you really, really value some something, you, you would go to any length to um, get that thing right. So if you really, really value someone, you, you do um, stuff for them, you go to lengths for them. So I'm thinking that... Um, back then that 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 was the intention you know that the man shows that oh um he, he would you know at, at least go to length to um marry a woman that he places premium value on and then i'm also thinking that it's maybe a show you know that the man is also able to cater you know for the woman he wants to marry you know he's able to take care of her needs because back then of course the man is 
the one that is expected to um, be responsible for the upkeep of the woman, you know, to give her everything, right? And I remember that I, I used to hear a Rijawo. So back then it was even, you know, I think that it's um, the things on the list um, belong to the, the, the bride, you know, so she's the one that um, gets um, those things. So it's more, again, it's more like the, the man showing that, look, I can take care of you. That's what I think, you know, but then I, th th those dynamics have changed. All right. Those dynamics have changed. Now, things are no longer, you know, um, how they used to be. So things have evolved. And so I still do not see a reason why we hold on to some of these things that are no longer, you know, profitable or that are no longer, um, 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 how do I say it now? You know, that are just no longer profitable. I, I mean, sorry. So, <laughs> um, I, I also think that, um, you know, probably because back then too, the, um, the, the bright family would be in charge of maybe the entertainment and all of that. So it's more like, okay, maybe a division of labor kind of thing. I don't know. I'm just thinking. And, um, so at least if we are going to, we are the ones receiving visitors. So we, we are the ones that will take care of all of that. So the mantle at least should show that, I mean, um, is responsible in some kind of way but again now you know that i mean we know that it's more of joint effort the bride's family um bring something the groom's family you know we also contribute or at least let's just say the bride and the groom you know they're going to contribute towards their marriage so it's it's not a joint effort so why are you now still um um putting burden on someone else someone's son to, to to you know uh, upon uh, on top of all the expenses that is is, is still going to have to uh, deal with you know as to making the event um you know remarkable and um, successful and glorious you still put all of that you know, burden on him it's not necessary as far as I'm concerned yeah we might talk about okay yeah let let him bring gifts and all of that but can you allow him to use his discretion you know to do that because this list now the, the list that i see this this it's not for the bride though it's for the family of the bride like what's up with that i mean it's it it doesn't make sense to me so i mean the exchange of gifts and because the, the the guy is marrying your daughter but then your daughter is also marrying the guy now is it not Two people marrying each other. So what, what is your own daughter giving to the family of the man that she wants to marry? You know? <laughs> okay. Well, I just... I let it go. I, I don't care for the list. All right. Let it go. Let it go. Don't mind me, I beg. <laughs> so I was thinking about, um, you know, something was raised um, in the write-up that I read earlier on where she said that she wasn't working. So it sort of came across like the burden of getting married was on the um, on the guy, on the groom. And I have seen sort of this pattern where, you know, the, the woman
woman involved is not really doing anything so she's not able to contribute um financially to sort of the the, the getting married process and all of that um i'm thinking i i mean i'm thinking that if i mean i don't i mean i understand if the person is still quite young and cannot contribute financially but then again i'm thinking if you cannot contribute financially why are you getting married you know i feel like it's a bit of a touchy subject you know some would swing towards it doesn't matter you know if she can contribute or not but i'm like she's going to a marriage where she's supposed to stand alone if she's not contributing contributing financially is she not going ahead to be a financial burden on um the person that she's getting married to also i I know that there's some people that say that um, the the family as the best family can also sort of contribute and you know sort of um um contribute and sort of make the marriage um the wedding um work or making the wedding a reality and all of that in my head i am thinking if the, if the family of the um of the the lady or the bride has that money so the why hasn't it been used to set the the lady up such that she actually has a source or means of livelihood before she actually goes on so i don't know i'm sometimes i'm, I'm swayed you know towards if you don't have money don't get married and and i it, it's not for man or woman you know sometimes when i, when I hear the narrative they always say oh as a man if you don't have a source of income don't get married or whatever in my, my in my head i'm like man or woman don't have money don't get married i've also seen situations where the lady is still um, in school because you know there's this um that i mean most often than not the guy is older than the you know considerably older than the woman and you know he is of course more established than the lady and the lady might still be in um higher institution and of, you know she doesn't have um this um she, i mean she's not making money but then they still go ahead to get married and the marriage is a success so that i'm just i'm I, you know i'm always swaying to the side to that side and every once in a while so what do you think hmm. okay i have a friend you know who categorically says that he doesn't want to get married to a woman who's not working and i can totally understand that because um i think i you know, belong to that school of thought that um, a woman should have something that she's bringing to the table financially, right? So I believe that um, it should be both parties, you know, contributing to the upkeep of the home financially and um, in every other um, aspect, okay? So, and I, you know, as a person don't want to be that woman who is not you know, bringing something to the table, but then that's me, all right? I um, I think I am a little bit of, you know, um, an independent person. I like to be able to take care of myself. Not that I'm averse to someone else taking care of me. Oh, you know, um, I do, <laughs> you know, of course, want that. Who doesn't even like that? Okay, so it's I'm not a fast to that, but then even at that, I I just there's still something in me that doesn't really feel right when the other person is the one doing everything, and I'm not you know really at least you know doing something to augment. That's just me. That's that's the way I am. So I um you know when the other day when we were talking about 
um, going Dutch and all of that. That's why I probably don't even have an issue with that because I, I, I really think, oh, if we go out together and everything like that, you shouldn't be the only one. I mean, let, at least let me give something. Let me put something that that's, that's the way I am. So I don't want to be that woman who is not working and who is, and, um, you know, is not bringing something to the table. And then um, I also do not really want to, you know, to be financially dependent on anybody because I, I believe, I actually really do believe that when you are dependent on someone, either financially or otherwise, that, you know, you, you tend to kind of like give them a bit of control over you. They may not exert that control. There are good people, okay, there are good people out there who, you know, will, I mean, will provide for you. There are good men out there who will do everything, they will provide everything for you because they, be, they, they believe that that's, you know, their role and they will take it up and do it judiciously, okay, um, and not exert control over you based on that. But the, the, the truth remains that, you know, um, there is that bit of control that you have given them. And so if they want to exert that control, they will, you know, do it, um, at will and so i don't know I, I don't want to i don't see myself you know giving someone control over my life like that like i i like to be able to you know make decisions make my decisions or at least um i, I want to be head i want to matter and i think that um if if, if someone is able to you know control you and say um no, this is how I want you to do it, blah, 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 simply because they they can, or simply because you're dependent on them. You know, no, I, I don't want to be in that situation. So, yes, all things being equal, because I know that um, things happen, and, um, you know, someone may lose their job or this or that, or you may have to. I mean, things, circumstances that, you know, you do not foresee sometimes crop up that you may have to give up something for something. It depends on, again, you know, dynamics. So, yeah, but all things being equal, I agree. You know, I fall in line with that um, thought that a woman, you know, should bring something to the table financially. But then... um Having said that, again, that's all me. I, I, I don't think that, you know, I can say that um, this is the code or this is the rule that a woman should, I mean, I can't say that a woman should not get married if she's not working. I, I really cannot say that because, I mean, in some cases, it's even the man that says don't work. I have the resources. I can take care of you. I can, you know, take care of all of us. And um, the woman says, okay. Um, that's what my husband wants. I want to please my husband so she doesn't work or, or for whatever reason, you know, she's not able to work. So I, I really cannot um, say, because, hey, I mean, I'm not all traditional, but then if a man is claiming, you know, is the head of the house, so it's got to be responsible, right? So um, usually when I think in terms of um, finances and I mean, having finances before getting married, I actually really used to, you know, think it in terms of the man because I feel like if you cannot, as a man, you cannot take care of yourself, you cannot even, you know, um, you, you, you cannot, uh, you don't have the means to really even take care of yourself. How do you want to take care of your wife? How do you want to take care of your children? So I'm usually like, guy, if you don't have enough, don't, you know, get married. So I, I, I've not really thought about it in terms of the woman, 
that you know uh, if she's not working she shouldn't get married but i like i said personally i i i think that you know it's it's just um it's just a good thing you know to do you know to have what you're contributing financially but then again that's me so i can't say that you know i i cannot completely say that oh as a woman no if you're not working don't get married but for a man like my friend who says he's not going to get married to a woman who's not working i can't say i'm not even going to say uh, this or that blah blah Mm-mm. i i totally understand his standpoint because i believe that both of them should bring something to the table so um well that's just it that, that that's what i can say about that i i can't say it's right I can't say it's wrong, but um, from where I stand, I think it's it's just you know um, it's 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 for me it makes better sense you know for me that, that's what I'll say. Thank you, Ayatunde. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode. Please share your comments with us, share your thoughts with us on the issues, on the you know, bad price issue that we discussed. Do you think that you know should be abolished? Do you think we should leave it? If you're leaving it, do you think that um families need to review, you know, how they are asking? Do you think that some things need to be taken into consideration? I mean, just share what you're thinking with us. Please follow us on our Instagram account at Gist Arena, ending with a double A, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Gist Arena. We look forward to seeing you. We look forward to having you in our fold. Until next time, do enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Gisterena. We hope you enjoyed the topic discussed. Please drop your comments and let us know what you think about it. We'll definitely love to hear from you. Until next time, bye!